We are so excited to announce that the second edition of Tamina Watson's book, The Startup Visa, Key to Job Growth and Economic Prosperity in America, is now out for order. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you get your books. You can do so by searching The Startup Visa Book or by finding Tamina Watson's author page on Amazon or online. That is spelled T-A-H-M-I-N-A-W-A-T-S-O-N. Thank you so much for your support and for tuning into this episode. Hey, podcast listeners. Be sure to tune into Tamina Talks Immigration, where immigration attorney Tamina Watson discusses the latest on immigration news and issues. She talks to those who have impacted U.S. immigration laws and policies, as well as notable immigrants who have made great contributions. Check out Tamina Talks Immigration to also hear your questions be answered. Subscribe now for the latest on everything and anything immigration. Hello, everyone. This is Tamina on Tamina Talks Immigration. Thank you so much for joining us. And I have some wonderful guests and I cannot wait for you to actually meet them. Um, So this is going to be a podcast, uh, not on live air on radio, but it's a first in a series that we're going to be doing. Uh, because we have been missing being on air and talking immigration. Uh, so this is our first show in a series of maybe five or six episodes coming up. And please be on the lookout to see what we are going to be talking about and which guests come along. If you're new to Imi- Tamina Talks Immigration, you're listening to a brand new episode of the show. I am immigration attorney Tamina Watson, I, and I'll be your host for the next 25 minutes. Um, if you are new to the show uh, as a podcast listener, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. We talk about immigration only. We talk about current immigration news and we interview notable immigrants and those making an impact on immigration. Well, this episode is the first of a, a season. We've not had a season before. We had weekly shows for two and two and a something years. Uh, if you are new to the show, our Facebook Live uh, page has about 10,000 followers. I hope you'll be one of those. And please share the Facebook page with all your friends. And to follow us, follow us on Twitter at T- Tamina Watson and follow us on Instagram at Tamina.Watson. And please subscribe to the podcast uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Um, A little bit about me. I am an immigration attorney. If you can tune into my accent, I'm... I was born in London, UK. I moved here in 2005 and started to practice immigration law in 2006. This show is sponsored by Watson Immigration Law. Our website is www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com and the phone number is 292-5237 uh, with area code 206. The practice is primarily business immigration. We handle H-1Bs to EB-5s and all sorts of other visa categories. You can find out more on the website. Um, This show is uh, going to be introducing our listeners and our Facebook Live um, viewers to a play that is going to be held in Tacoma, Washington. Those who are outside the United States or even outside of Washington, Tacoma is a city in Washington State. If you hear about our uh, airport, it's called SeaTac. That stands for Seattle, Tacoma. Uh, And uh, I'm I'm going to introduce you to the creators and uh, somebody who's taking part in in the show. 
Um, you know, the the I'm not going to talk about news uh, updates today because we have a lot to talk about on the show uh, itself about this production uh, team and what the production is about. But, you know, if I talk about news updates, it won't end for a long time. And I don't want to bring more anxiety to all of us because there's a lot of uh, news that's not necessarily great. Our guest today at the studio is Nicole Lockett and Ellen Peters. Now, Ellen Peters earned a BA in theatre and psychology from Bates College in Maine and has an EdM in administration, planning and social policy from Harvard University. She also studied improvisational comedy. Ellen has performed on stage and screen with professional and community productions and has directed and taught at community theatres in Maine and Washington, D.C., all all prior to moving to Tacoma in 2011. She is the um, chair of the L.A. Arts um, and the Lewiston Auburn Public Theatre Board. As chair of the Education Committee, Ellen spearheaded a school liaison program which engaged a more diverse audience. Since moving to Washington State, Ellen has served on the board of Tacoma Little Theatre and acted and or directed with Tacoma Little Theatre, Duke's Bay Production, Toy Boat Theatre and Found Space Productions. She has become increasingly interested in the impact of theatre on the audience and the larger community and focuses her interest on scripts, which prompt discussion and educate and challenge. Ellen is delighted to be part of the Tacoma Arts community and is an administrator at the University of Puget Sound. Wow, welcome. Thank you. Wow, you have had a busy past and I'm so, so excited to be able to speak with you and thank you for being here. On the phone, we have Chevy Chung. She is um, the visionary behind Empathus Company and a theatre artist currently based in Tacoma. She has worked in London, Los Angeles and Seattle. She holds an MA in acting from the Guildford School of Acting, pursued her undergraduate theatre studies at the University of L.A. Verne and earned a B.A. in organisational leadership from Brandman University. In June 2019, Chevy studied freeing the natural voice at the Kristen Linklater Voice Theatre uh, in Orkney with Kristen Linklater. Chevy is energized by stories about people of color, women, and history. Chevy, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you. And lastly, um, I have to say thank you, Nicole, for being on the show and bringing the show to us. Um, Nicole is a senior paralegal and office manager of Watson Immigration Law. And in fact, our law firm would fall apart if she weren't there. So thank you for everything you've done for us and continue to do. She received her Associate of Applied Sciences and Paralegal Studies from Highline Community College in 2010. She holds an Associates of Art degree from uh, with an emphasis on performance arts, English and anthropology from Green River Community College, where she graduated graduated with honors and as a member of the Fee Theta Kappa. Among her many talents, she has a passion for the arts and animals. She is an enthusiastic and avid actor who performs regularly at local theaters uh, and in films. She is also a mentor with Big Brothers and Sisters uh, of Puget Sound area. And she is performing in this particular production. So thank you so much to all of you for being here. I'm so grateful. Uh, To those who are watching uh, our live feed and on the podcast, since the play is called Sincerely America, it is a pairing of plays portraying the immigrant experience in the United States. And the website is sincerelyamerica.b for ball, p for Polly, t for Tommy, dot 
me, and the location will be the historic courtroom in the Courthouse Square of Tacoma uh, from July 26 to 28. Well, th- welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Ellen, tell us a little bit about this play. So uh, this play is about uh, um, immigration, uh, and it is comprised primarily of two plays, one which is a set of monologues and one which is a one-act play. Um, The monologues bookend the one-act play. Each of the monologues, which I will be directing the monologues, um, and Chevy Chung will be directing the one-act play. I'll let her talk about that part of it. Each of the monologues is uh, a different story about immigration. Some of the stories are stories of folks who are the characters are immigrants. Some of them are characters who somehow have some kind of relationship with immigration. Um, They are loving. They are sad. They are frightening. um, They are provoking. um, And uh, they're quite lovely. So So how long is the play? Um, about, I would say about an hour and a half, but, um, this isn't just a play there, uh, in addition to the monologues and the one act play, there is some activity prior to the production. There will be a panel discussion afterwards, and then an opportunity for folks to take action post panel discussion. Wonderful. And then why immigration? Yes. So a couple of years ago, I read this play um, by Adina L. Ruskin. It's called The Art of Remembering. And this play struck me and I knew I wanted to direct it eventually in the future. However, because it is a one-act play and it's rather short, I needed to find a piece to pair it with. And truthfully, two years ago, Almost two and a half years ago, my heart went out um, to the the larger theme on our globe of immigration and the power of immigration and what that means for me um, from the sense of my own family history and who I am. And so that topic has been running through me strong. Uh, And there was a separate project based on immigration uh, our company produced, but I'll keep it to what we're currently doing. So uh, Ellen shared Linda Britt's play with me and we started conversations around pairing these plays and the rest is history. Well, Chevy, you mentioned a little bit about your background. Are you willing to share a little bit about it with us? Um, of course. So I, I really would like to talk about my grandfather. Um, he passed away over 20 years ago, but this was a man who was a career soldier in the U.S. Army. He came back after the Vietnam War, and he taught English, and he redid his basement to teach English and volunteer locally at some of our local nonprofits in Tacoma, and his shining example of lending a helping hand and helping people who are fleeing. He was so intent on helping the refugees from Cambodia and Vietnam. Um, That example Uh, fell into my mother, and now it's passed into me. And in my own way, I hope to air out voices and share stories through my passion for theater and storytelling. 
Well, that's wonderful. I, I'm sorry to hear about your grandfather passing, but that story is very touching. And I think a lot of our listeners will likely relate to that because we all have some connection to immigration. If you are not a Native American, you have uh, immigrant ties for sure. Um, Chevy, Ellen, you take the answer, but um, where did you find the stories? I can um, I can respond to that. Uh, I have a... Um, a friend uh, from Maine where I used to live, and she is a playwright. And she and I both have felt that um, we need to use theater and stories to um, provoke discussion about the important issues of the day. And immigration is one that um, has really resonated for both of us. Um, I think not necessarily for personal reasons, but for reasons of compassion and seeing um, Everybody um, is needs to be treated as with dignity and with respect. And as we see that breaking down, it's become a concern for us. So immigration is something that's resonated. Um, Linda Britt, who's the playwright of these monologues, sent them over to me, um, and I said, "Oh gosh, we have to we have to bring these to the West Coast. We just." especially being in Tacoma with the Northwest Detention Center right down the street. These stories have to be told. Um, and Linda uh, agreed to let us use the script. And um, I went to Chevy and said, hey, Chevy, we've got these stories. They need to be told. Chevy said, I've got Art of Remembering. That's a story that needs to be told. And um, that's where, from whence this was born. Well, that's wonderful. Nicole. How did you get involved in this? Well, I know Ellen through the theater community. We met many years ago auditioning for the same play. (laughs) Uh, She got the part. I did not. Uh, And she, uh, we've been friends throughout the years, and she contacted me and said, I'm I'm doing this project, and I know that you work in immigration law, and you're passionate, passionate about the topic, and I would love for you to do a monologue. And I don't do a lot of theater down in Tacoma because the commute is a little treacherous. But I thought it's really important. And um, I was honored to be asked to be a part of it. Well, you know, Nicole and I deal with immigration on a daily basis. And sometimes I say that I wish there were a camera on my head because we have so many moments of like discussions that are riveting about what's happening in the world, how it's affecting our work, our clients, our community, what else can we do? Um, So, you know, I think this is such an appropriate topic for you to be taking part in. And um, so glad that you were able to bring the show to to all of us, all of our listeners. Um, What do you uh, hope to accomplish with this play? I'll let Chevy answer as well, but um, I think I would like people to have a better sense of the challenges that so many folks run into, whether they're documented, undocumented, U.S. citizen, naturalized. Um, There is um, a lack of compassion, I think, for the plights of human beings that I hope this will help people um, better understand. And I also think that um, there's an overwhelmingness to this problem that, speaking for myself, I often feel, what what can I do about it? I'm just one person. And at a minimum, we have to have empathy. Like, that's the ground floor of making a difference. And then beyond that, I hope that this does give people an opportunity to have discussion and to take some action by way of, of letter writing. I can let Chevy talk a little bit about that vision. 
Yeah, Chevy, share your vision with us. Yes, my vision uh, for this project, and like Ellen said, I'm quite deeply rooted in empathy and compassion and humanity. And one of my objectives with this, the greater project is to hold a mirror up to people in the audience so they can recognize and realize and really resensitize and probably calibrate those feelings of compassion and empathy um, through the audience experience. And we have a few pre-show activities in the lineup. So the doors open at 7 p.m. At 7 p.m., we have uh, one pre-show activity with actors who are not speaking English. They'll be reading letters in our letter reading room in Arabic, German, Hebrew, French, and Spanish. Uh, so most of our audience members may be fluent in some of those languages, but the majority of them will not be. So I want language and letter reading to hit the audience early on for those audience members who decide to visit the letter reading room and maybe not be able to decipher those messages. Uh, messages are being sent right now all over the world from different borders, and we can't understand what's happening, but we can see the actions that are tearing people apart. Uh, so that's uh, the beginning of the vision upon arrival. And then um, our plays begin. Uh, Ellen's play that she's directing, American Dreams, and that intersects with mine, this very fluid transition into the art of remembering. And then we go right back into Ellen's play, the rest of her monologues, and we take an intermission and we'll have a panel discussion where our audience members can ask questions of the artists, the playwrights. Um, I'm hoping to have a few immigration lawyers in attendance. And if an audience member wants to stay for that, they're welcome to. We are simultaneously transforming the letter reading room into a room where audience members can write letters to local nonprofits or Congress. And because this is hosted in a post office, we're supplying uh, we're furnishing those supplies so people can write letters and then go downstairs and set it in the mail. That's your business. So we've got the postage and you just have to take that action. Well, I love it. You're setting everybody up, up to take action right there. So there's no excuse about doing it later. So that's fantastic. And Nicole will tell you that we, we had some postcard writing moments at our office not so long ago. Um, you know, Nicole had shared uh, some of the stories in, in, with me in the past. And my question to you would be, what were the emotions within the, the creation of the play when you all got together and you were reading the scripts? And describe that moment to people who don't necessarily, who won't be able to come to the show, but also don't necessarily understand the creation of a show like this. Well, I, I have to share the story of a particular moment. Um, as we were casting the show, um, I was, um, it was very important to me that the voices be authentic. And so um, I was really looking for um, somebody who was of um, Mexican heritage to portray a particular character. And somebody posted something on Facebook and I responded, didn't know this person. Spanish-speaking actor from Mexico, called him in. First time I met him was at the read-through. First time any of us met him was at the read-through. And about halfway through his monologue, he just broke down in tears. And um, the feeling in the room was palpable. Everyone broke down in tears. Everyone did. The 
this was this is the story of uh, somebody who is desperately trying to support his family, comes back to the U.S., gets deported, comes back to the U.S., earns some money, gets deported, comes back to the U.S., and uh, the pain in his voice as he told the story of this character who's simply trying to care for his family in the midst of a structure that is just putting one obstacle after another up was um, was just really powerful. It is not the story of our actor, mm-hmm. but it is the story of his friends. He knows people who are in this situation. And um, even as I've been rehearsing with him, um, there have been moments where we've just had to stop for a moment and and talk about uh, what's happening in uh, in the life of of his friends. I can only imagine, given that you're creating this play and you're reading stories that you wouldn't necessarily uh, see from such a close perspective. Does the broader news affect you at all? Yes. I mean, I think you'd have to be heartless for it not to. Um, One of our actors actually alerted us to the Lights for Liberty protest that happened last weekend. And so a number of us from the production, our stage manager, two or three of the actors, myself, my partner, and a few others um, went to that. And again, for me, it's this overwhelming sensation of the number of people who are being impacted by what I would call an immigration crisis in terms of our response in this country is something that um, I think it's important for people to walk away with. This is not a small issue. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people. Yes, and I'm so glad you went to that protest. And I want to take a moment to give a shout out to a few people. Lights for Liberty was a nationwide protest that was held last Friday in Washington State. There was a protest in Tacoma, uh, various parts of Seattle, as well as uh, the city I live in, Mercer Island. And a few shout outs will be to Erin Albany. She's a co-founder of Lawyer Mums of America, as well as the nonprofit that uh, I have set up called Washington Immigrant Defense Network. She was uh, very uh, instrumental in the organization of all of these protests. And on Mercer Island, uh, the organizer was Rebecca, uh, who created a Facebook page called um, Mercer Island for the Humanities. And we had about uh, two, almost 200 people in Mercer Island, which is uh, a lot. So I'm so glad that you mentioned Lights uh, for Liberty because it's one of many actions that people have been taking. Chevy, what what else do you want to add and let our uh, listeners know? I am very honored to work with everyone, even some of Ellen's actors I don't know that well yet, and I haven't seen Nicole, so I'm quite eager (laughs) to see Nicole, I think, on Saturday. But it's just been an honor to see everyone step forward and support the mission of Empathos Company to cultivate and develop collaborative storytelling and to bring artists and audiences together in unexpected and inspiring ways. And that's what we're doing next weekend, the 26th to the 28th. Can you tell the listeners where they can find some more information about your production company and other shows that you might put on in the future? Uh, Yes. Our website is empathos.company. We also have a Facebook page, and we're also on Instagram, both as Empathos Company. Um, So those are our main outlets. And 
right now we're probably stepping at uh, full production one a year. And after this, uh, high hopes of delivering an all femme a Julius Caesar in 2020, November 2020. So that's a significant month for our nation. I really believe in finding theater and stories uh, that there's a, either a relevance or a date significance um, to amplify the messages that are carried both ways by the audience observing the theater as well as the story itself. Well, that's a very noble of you, and I'm so glad that you're doing this because I truly believe that arts has a way of t telling a story that uh, is very difficult to understand otherwise. And I am very big on theatre. My nine-year-old daughter actually is in a is in a production at the moment for Little Mermaids Junior with the Youth Theatre Northwest. So a shout out to Youth Theatre Northwest. They're fantastic. Um, Nicole, any last words from you? really just very honored to be a part of this project and to have been asked. And um, obviously, I, you can tell I am not an immigrant from France. I do play an immigrant from France in these monologues. And hopefully, I can bring some truth to that story. Well, I will add that because Nicole sees immigration on a very uh, daily basis from a very close perspective, I cannot wait to see you do this play because I think you will bring an emotion that will be very unique. So I'm so glad you're on it. Well, anybody who wants to get a ticket, they will get the ticket from? SincerelyAmerica.bpt. Okay, SincerelyAmerica.bpt.me. So please get your tickets from there. Also keep an eye out on our uh, Facebook page um, So because we'll do a couple of giveaways and you can get your tickets from there. If you are in Tacoma or anywhere in Washington State, please, please share it with your friends and take your friends because the stories that you will hear will be very powerful and they will likely be an example of what is really going on in in the country as a whole and we all need to step up so while the production team is putting on this production the hope is that you the audience will take it away and actually spread the word and take action yourself so this is tamina talks immigration we are running out of time i'm afraid thank you so much for joining us i hope you've enjoyed the show this is the first of a series of shows coming up you can learn more about it from our Facebook page as well as our website at, uh, for our law firm, www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com. We would love for you to give a rating uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast so that other listeners can find us. Uh, and if you have questions, comments, we would always love to hear from you. Send us, um, you know, shows that you want to um, hear about, listen about, listen to, and questions that you have for us in general. So thank you so much. Thank you to Ellen. Thank you to Chevy. Thank you to Nicole, who's generally behind the scenes. Um, and I, I hope you enjoy the show. This is Tamina Talks Immigration. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Tamina Talks is brought to you by Watson Immigration Law. Founded in 2009, Watson Immigration Law is one of Seattle's premier immigration firms, specializing in business and investment visas, but offering a wide range of immigration services. If you need assistance with your immigration needs, Watson Immigration Law is ready to help. Just call 206-292-5237 to schedule an appointment. Mention this podcast to receive a 10% discount off your initial consultation fee.